When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, let's do it. Hi, welcome back to the worst year ever in perpetuity, TMCR. Thank you so much for welcoming me to the worst yep. year ever. Thank you guys Hi. for the year, for the year that you gave. You are so you are the ones who gave us this year, so mm-hmm. thank you. A lot of people think we are the ones that gave mm-hmm. us all this year. Mm-mm. Or specifically, you are, Robert. You are, Cohen, we term. all are. Yes. Mm, the term yeah. that... Everybody rips off now because of us. Sure. NPR, someone else probably. Yep, yep. NPR, who we are in the process of suing. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have retained the services of Johnny Cochran, Mm -hmm. which took a lot of necromancy. I mean, some real black magic shit. We had to sacrifice. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to get into the different things we had to sacrifice because. Oh no! There's some no. federal. I mean, we can we can cut it. Stuff we can cut there. That stuff. But yeah, say um, say, this, say we had to sacrifice and we can bleep it. Maybe. Uh, that, say uh like way? half a school bus worth of kids, like not that many, really, and they were like, you know, it was it wasn't a good school. Yeah. Anyway, and, it, and yeah. also like attendance was low because of the pandemic. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Where are we exactly. going with this one? I don't know. <laughs> um, Nowhere good. Hi, so I'm look. Cody Johnston. What's mm-hmm. everybody else's fucking name? God damn I'm it, Cody I'm Katie. Jo- Wait, Robert huh? Johnston. Perfect. I'm Kathleen <laughs> Robertson. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Hey. That's right. All real names. Hey. Anywho. So we've been doing this thing where we're making fun of uh, ben Shapiro's terrible books, which have gone on yeah. for quite a while, because yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I hate doing my job. Um, <laughs> uh, also, I I have a daily news podcast, and you guys have what you do at least one podcast a week, and then we've you got, have a show, a whole well, we've production. Got the, we've got yeah. the the YouTube show, which is quite yeah, a lot of work, as well thing. as our other news. We're all show. buried in the news constantly, and so it's just fun. 
to laugh. It's, fun it's been fun. In this terrible place. I don't know if you noticed, uh, those listening, they're very bad. Yeah, they're very, it's very bad. It's very fun to read. And making fun of them makes us happy. Uh, this show has definitely gone off of some rails and onto a completely <laughs> different set of rails. And while we're all fine with it, some people have said that they, they still want some news. So this episode... We're going to give you some news, and then we're going to get back bit. to Ben Shapiro. So we'll, we'll the do real both. good news. We'll do both. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, if you want more news from us, my God, you have so many options. So, you have so many, many places, places to get, to get us talking about like, the news. A we thousand places. It's been a minute, but we we guest on each other's shows. It's mm-hmm. like there's very little boundaries. There's an irresponsible between... amount of content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and it's, it's for right? you mm-hmm. to consume. Um, yeah. and I, it's, I, I, I understand it's strange. Yeah. You didn't sign up for Ben Shapiro book club, but no, you really maybe, didn't. but you didn't really sign up for anything because it is just a podcast. Mm. Well, you, don't you don't have to sign up. You don't have to sign shit. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> so we did. We did. You gotta, sign, you gotta like sign up for like, you know, a phone or whatever. We did so sign some things. The podcast, we have some contractual obligations. Speaking of contractual obligations. Pivot. When the Soviet Union fell uh, <laughs> in what early 91 or whatever, uh, there was this new country that hadn't been a country for a while mm-hmm. called Ukraine. Mm. And Ukraine- Not the Ukraine. Just no, Ukraine. not the Ukraine. <laughs> Ukraine, it's a proper name. Um, Ukraine, in addition to being newly a country, um, had a fuckload of nukes, like a bunch of nukes, like more nukes than most countries with nukes have, uh, just because that's where a bunch of them had been. Uh, you know, when the Cold War kind of came to a very sudden end. And there were a lot of questions that people in Ukraine had, like, oh boy, do we want to have all these nukes? It seems like <laughs> nuclear stuff doesn't always go great with Ukrainians. Like, seems like we've had some problems we've related had problems to, to nuclear-related things in the past. This <laughs> maybe seems we don't like not our bag, maybe. Um, <laughs> and the U.S. and NATO were like, hey guys, you know, we don't think there's it's good for there to be more countries with nukes. Uh, why don't you give those nukes to us? And Ukraine was like, well, we don't necessarily want nukes, but also everyone around us historically murders us every like 20 years or so. Like every 20 years, everyone around Ukraine murders all of the people there. That's like been going on for the last 100 years or so. Not quite that often, but it happens a lot. Everyone murders all of the people in Ukraine pretty regularly. And so the people who were in Ukraine when the Soviet Union fell were like, well, maybe we want those nukes because it, it does kind of seem like when countries have nukes, they don't get murdered as often, at least by people outside of them, right? It seems like maybe there's some protection from the outside world when you have a fuckload of nukes. And NATO was like, hey, guy, like, relax. You give us your nukes and we're, we're NATO. Like, we just we'll won the Cold War. You. We got all these fucking shit. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll watch your back. Like, we'll, we will guarantee your territorial integrity like you got nothing to worry about just hand us those nukes and ukraine was like you know what the responsible thing the hopeful thing the decent thing as a, as a member of the international community is for us to have there be one less nuclear power here you go we'll trust you and then the instant somebody threatened ukraine's borders nato was like oh you guys wanted us to like do stuff anyway, no yeah. so now I imagine we're, they said Zao. that happened it's and it's a whole mess like the 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 gist of of how the current crisis started is that in like 2014 there was this president of ukraine yanukovych who tried to do mm-hmm. the president becoming a dictator thing through using the police to brutally crack down on dissent and and all that kind of stuff you know things we we all experienced yeah, we versions yeah. of pretty recently um, and it didn't go great for him. Uh, there was a big protest. Uh, it was a very politically complicated protest. Um, there was like 
you know, a, a lot of messy shit going on politically. Ukraine has definitely a Nazi problem, um, which mm. is a serious problem that the government has made some serious failures on. For Basically, after they kick the president out, Russia invades, takes Crimea, props up this quote-unquote separatist movement, um, and takes a chunk of the eastern part of the country. And, and ever since, for the last nearly a decade, there's been kind of a low-intensity although some would dispute the low, um, but but low intensity, at least compared to like the death toll of something like the Syrian civil war, war in eastern Ukraine. Um, and the battle lines have not moved a lot since since like 2015 or so, has not been a tremendous amount of movement. Um, and now we're in this situation where recently the Russian government has started massing, I think something like 130,000 troops on the Ukrainian border. Um, there's kind of debate as to how much Belarus, which is, the Belarusian border is like 50 yeah. miles, something like that, from Kiev, the capital of Ukraine. Um, and they're very close with with, with Russia. Um, what happened in Kazakhstan, which which is in Russia's sphere of influence, which they sent a bunch of troops mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. along with some of their allies, like disrupted things. And it's it's been kind of a messy period. But most people who know anything about the area, including like most of the conflict journalists I know who have been there way more often than I have and who know more than I have, are fairly certain that there's going to be some kind of invasion soon. There's a lot of debate as to whether or not they think Russia's going to try to like actually take Kiev like a whole, let's eliminate Ukraine as an independent nation and, you know, whatever it, it kind of Vichy government gets propped up. Or if it's their plans are kind of more limited, we want to like take some of these these towns or, or suburbs around uh, Donetsk. We want to like take Konstantinivka back. Like I, there's a lot of, of kind of Everyone wondering the extent to yeah. what, which what Russia's designs are. Most people are in agreement that there's probably going to be an invasion soon. Mm -hmm. I'm actually not as certain as most people, but that said, I, I want to be really clear: people who know a lot more than me are much more convinced that there's going to be an invasion. I mm -hmm. kind of have a weird it would gut have feeling to be really soon, that, right? Because I, from what I'm understanding, you have to move at a certain point; otherwise, they will get stuck in mud. Um, well. Yeah, there's the, elements the, of invasion, like a timing that's wise, always a factor with war. And there's a okay. there's a few things going on, kind of logistically. One of them is that it's expensive to keep a yeah. shitload of troops mobilized on the border of another country, right? And Russia's not made of money; their economy's not doing great. Um, it is they very expensive. There's a lot of also like, so basically, what wh what's going on? The situation that's going on right now: Russia's got all these troops massed on the border, and they're kind of like making a set of. Um, they pro they wouldn't really frame them as demands, I don't think, to to NATO, but it's it's like a set of demands basically to let, that NATO um, pull troops out of a bunch of area places like even Poland, like that are kind of near Russia, um, and you know there's some other thing which is not going to happen. The U.S. isn't going to pull troops out of a number of the countries, um, Georgia um, and um, um, gosh, I'm, I'm spacing on. One of the others. Um, but uh, there's places they want the U.S. and NATO to pull troops out of that is not going to happen. There's aid they want the West to stop delivering to Ukraine. I don't think that's going to happen. There are some areas where there's more room for actual negotiations, including like the U.S. has stated that they're willing to talk about removing offensive, particularly missile-based weapons from a lot of areas near the Russian border. Um, anyway, so there's there's a mix of things that like there's really no chance of movement on. And things that like, yeah, they might they might actually be able to, to come to an accord. Um, I am less convinced than some people that there's gonna be an invasion. Um, and and that's really just kind of like I it it, it it's a really risky move for the Russian yeah. government. Um straight up in a fight, 
Russia beats Ukraine. Um, they're just much bigger. They have a much better indigenous arms industry. Um, they have a, a longer logistical tail. They have a, a, a military that's a lot larger. But Ukraine is militarily not a pushover. And this would not be... So Russia's spent most of our adult lives um, engaged in a number of low-level conflicts, uh, low-level to them by their standards, certainly not to the people in the area, in places like Libya and Syria, um, and in recently um, in Armenia. Uh, and these these kind of conflicts have been primarily for them, in addition to kind of some geopolitical goals, a way to test different new weapon systems. Um, so there's been a lot of specifically different kinds of like missiles, different kind of drone-based systems, different kind of like weapon systems like AGTMs that they've been figuring out battle doctrine for and testing in the field, um, both to equip their own forces and to, you know, sell to, to other militaries around the world. And so Russia's got experience a lot of experience and and is very well equipped for fighting a specific kind of conflict that this won't be because Ukraine is is not a peer when it comes to certainly air power but is is a near peer force um which means they have access to most of the same advanced kind of weapon systems in some cases maybe even some superior weapon systems they don't have the kind of air power that Russia would be able to bring to bear but they do have anti-air defenses which is something that the Russian air force is not dealt with to the same extent that they will be in and Ukraine. We would um, be arming them, from what we I are, understand. We are and have. We been are, but them. we would continue um, to be. And, yeah. But like, like jet, there's yeah. a commitment of more things per and it, anyway. And, and more to the point, the Ukrainian military has had nearly a decade. They were kind of a basket case as a force when the war started. They've had a lot of fighting experience at this point, and. It would be ugly. It would be so that that there's a lot of risk to Russia because it would be a fucking nightmare, probably. I mean, there's always this possibility it happens and they roll right through and, you know, history has surprises for us. But I think most people who know anything about war are expecting that if there is a full-on kind of unlimited engagement with the existence of the Ukrainian nation kind of at, at stake, it's going to be really fucking nasty. Um, and it, there's a big question in my mind as to like, well, what's the benefit? Is the possible benefit of, of engaging in that kind of situation uh, worth it to Putin because it's it's going to be tremendously expensive. It's going to cost probably a lot in terms of order because Russia's already having, as we saw with Kazakhstan, problems with these, you know, and, and Belarus just went through this massive, which is a major ally of theirs in the area, these massive series of protests and uprisings. So I just don't know. I don't but know what he's always to... wanted this. This has always yeah. been Putin's big thing, the big yes, it's, overarching it's... goal. And this is so the there's first... that. There is that. This is not the first time there have been troops massed um, on the Ukrainian border. It's just a mess. And nobody really knows what's going to go down. Um, But it's certainly an incredibly tense and potentially really, really bad situation. Um, Because it's not impossible that a war between Russia and Ukraine that escalates to that extent could pull in surrounding nations and could lead to something really bad. Um, and there's, you know, to some extent to which it would be difficult for Russia to walk back because they did stuff like kind of uncap their tactical nuclear weapons, which is like a big sign that you're you're preparing for aggression. And just all of this, without getting any kind of concessions at all, there's a, a, a question in my mind as to whether or not, like, Putin would be willing to, like, take the kind of hit to the national prestige that that would, that would endeavor. Um, mm-hmm. I... Uh, uh, hope nothing happens and that may be why i'm kind of less convinced that something's going to happen because 
I just I I keep thinking about the people that I met over there who you know were exhausted of the war a year and a half in, and after seven more years, I'm sure are just just done. Uh, and I I don't want them to have to deal with any of this. But anyway, that's that is probably a responsible overview of of yeah. what's happening in Ukraine right now, um, and what might happen in the near future. Um, I hope yeah. so. It's certainly I am not qualified. It's mm-hmm. certainly, yeah, me neither. Um, scary, and yeah. I, I like your ad- attitude and outlook of hoping nothing happens because it would be a big deal, obviously, um, and potentially very bad for Russia. But it, it does make me very nervous, and it, um, and that fucking would happen. We would enter World War Three after in the middle of a pandemic well you know i, I don't know there's the I'm one possibility hyper, is world war three uh, one possibility is a more limited war where some of the like uh, estonia and and uh uh georgia get involved on ukraine side and there's yeah. like and and belarus gets involved on, and and is, so it's more geographically limited than world war three but it becomes this huge proxy struggle and the west start flooding in weapons and like you start seeing maybe death tolls like the Iran-Iraq yeah. war or something where you've got but also, hundreds of thousands dying. There's just know, so many far-reaching really, implications even for the, that. In, in or we're talking the refugee it, crisis. Yep. Yeah. And I, I mean, absolutely, in every arena. Or like we're talking economic sanctions or different stuff. Well, that tends to affect, ripple outward and affect the, the world yeah. in general. And, like, and, and, like, and so there's a lot. Yeah, and it, like for example, there's this ma- messy, messy situation where like, the German government is kind of supporting Ukraine, but also is entirely dependent on Russian gas. Right. Um, right. To a to an extent that is like massive and probably will go down in history as a disastrous decision. We can talk about the ethics of like nuclear power forever, but Germany made a real clear decision to like back away from nuclear power, which made them completely fucking. Um, Dependent. Uh, dependent upon Russian oil and gas, which is having I, an impact on the way they're approaching this. Like, it's I all haven't really opened this, but I did ugly. just see something yeah. about the U.S. is preparing um, uh, emergency plans for gas and power yeah. supplies. Uh, the the to knock-on for allies. Yeah, of this will be like, will, if it happens will be horrific. Um, yeah, and it'll be horrific for Russia too. Like that's the thing. Even if they win. Um, the odds that any win that anyone has in this will be like so so pyrrhic as to be not really a win are pretty high. Um, it's an incredible gamble. And I think the gamble Putin is making, I suspect his geographical ambitions are kind of more limited than people are giving him credit for. And he's hoping very quick war, take these things, get the prestige, mm-hmm. force everybody <laughs> through fear to like back away and kind of let it happen. Um, you know, and, 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 he might get that. That's the kind of thing. There's a canny way, I think, um, to do that. I, I think any attempt to like actually eat the entire country, so to speak, through direct military force um, would be uh, titanically ugly. But I, I, you know, it's it's really hard to say what's going to happen. There's so many different kind of variables here, and there's there's really frustrating shit. Like I'm seeing people now on Twitter being like. Uh, Joe Biden, you know, what an idiot starting a war with Russia in the winter. And it's like the war is a decade old. <laughs> yeah. and Joe didn't start it. Uh, it it like that's stupid. I'm sorry. Like, even if you think that we shouldn't be sending any aid to Ukraine, that's certainly a stance you can take. That's an idiotic take. 
Um, and it's deeply disrespectful to people to the people who have been dying and suffering in eastern Ukraine for like a decade. So so stop it with that kind of bullshit. It's fine if you think shipping weapons there won't make the situation better. Certainly an arguable point. Always an arguable point. Um, but don't pretend that this is an example of U.S. aggression against Russia because that's asinine. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also shit like people are, there was bitching online about like the term for the weapons that we were sending Ukraine that we called it lethal aid as if that was like, oh, it's another like manufacturing consent euphemism, which I just kind of disagree with entomologically. Like I think lethal aid is fine. It's very direct. I think it's an honest just, way of like, yeah, it's, what it it's is. aid it's that's meant to help them kill people. Like that's not hiding them weapons. it. Yeah. <laughs> I even How think it's more direct say than it? saying we're sending <laughs> I mean, them weapons because, yeah. like, yeah. weapons is a broad category, and weapons can include things like anti-missile missiles, which yep. are defensive. Lethal aid means like this is aid to help them kill people. We're giving you guns, which is really uh, honest. Whatever. I yeah, think. yeah. I, I get. Yeah. At the same time, I mean, I guess the, they're well, trying the to ter- dress the it up term as a nicer aid way. Aid is yeah. usually reserved, like you know, like the the connotation from that word is like a positive sort of helpful Just thing. Just say I'm sending not, weapons. It's not a, a lethal thing, but uh, yeah. I do, you know, I understand. But whatever. Um, yeah. I think it does seem like lethal a, front like, and center. It's something I've it's never seen before fine. and it's an odd yeah. thing to pop up suddenly. It, it, yeah, it's been what, used before. It's just generally when we admit to doing stuff like this, it's on a more, a very different, it's in a very different situation than it is in Ukraine. Yeah. And so it's not the kind of thing and, that gets as much news coverage. We got to take a a break before we slide into some bends. But I am not looking forward. I mean, it's already happening. But to what you're talking about, just the different conversations and the framings of it that are so hard to unpack and totally unfair and lacking any context. And then the people on the right saying, well, Trump would have done this or this wouldn't have happened or, you know, Trump it. It's going to be a problem for us through the elections, <laughs> no matter yeah, what. Yeah, and the that group. I mean, but everything is. But activist you know, group Stop the War has been like doing a whole thing to like stop the war in Ukraine from starting. And again, it's mm-hmm. just like it's it's happening. It's, you can't right, stop it's happening. The, I don't, and it's like not, how it's going on and has been for seven or eight years. Like, so like stop it, Putin. It, stop it's still it. there. I tried. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's perfectly again perfectly reasonable to talk about aspects of U.S. policy that have made that, that have made this worse. I mean, that one yeah. of the reasons I talk about Paul Manafort so fucking much, um, who is deeply tied into the uh, 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 to like the U.S. foreign policy establishment into the you know the the military industrial complex. But just pretending that, like, if we don't get involved, there won't be a war. No, there will be a war. Like, there's kind of, like, it, it's, it still, might be it's, worse. it's happening right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. Anyway, we're going to talk about Ben in yeah. a moment. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through together or not. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches 
fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. Back, baby. Oh, yeah. Now time for the good stuff. We're at war. Um, With art. With art. Yeah. How, how, you want to, shall we get back to Ben Shapiro? Was that enough? Yeah, I think so. Talking about the real world for you, motherfuckers? I hope so. It was plenty for me. Again, we've got other shows that you can tune into. There's plenty of other shows. And the news is a bummer, man. The news is a bummer. Let's have some funner. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, What's not a bummer is hearing Ben Shapiro try to write 1984 um, with the notable handicap of having never experienced or felt anything in his entire mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. It's a real it, issue. It could, it could, it could come uh, to use, uh, but uh, sadly, here we are. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, it's the last one, also. So we'll, you know, we'll we'll revisit the we'll revisit we'll revisit the fucking news in the future. But um, uh, we does just anybody... did. They're newsed out. We does did. Yeah. Uh, you're if you're listening, you're definitely newsed out. Um, I'll take Katie's word for it. Uh, does anybody remember uh, the last thing I do? But I'm sort of like wondering. I don't. Where, do, oh, where yeah, does don't where does everybody remember. think we left off? What was going on? Uh, he looked Your up butt. at the stars. Uh, he saw a magic star. He saw which, a magic star. Uh, woke him up to the the horrors of authoritarianism. Oh, right, 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 right. And then he yeah. ran, and that um, cube floated or sco- scooted yes. or something. Yes, by the cube, cube pods. which is which is a ripoff of the prisoner, mm-hmm. um, but a cube with wheels. Fine, like that's the kind of thing. <laughs> but no in a specified wheels. To be honest, I... we're making fun of it, but that's the kind of thing that's 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 perfectly that can even add some depth to a science fiction story when you when you can see like ah he must have been inspired by this he's a fan of this like he's pulled in or they yeah, pulled in this yeah. aspect. like that's that's okay that's it that's fine okay. I would argue that there's this difference between like inspiration and just like yes, a lack of yeah. creativity and it's like I gotta yes, have something because <laughs> there's there's nothing about this yet using tropes or right. whatever interesting, okay but um, yeah. like changing but it's not the necessarily the bad not yeah. necessarily no but in this case I would argue that yes it is very bad yeah, yeah that's probably um, fair but i mean it um, does make me think 
wouldn't it be interesting to write a story about that that's like a post you know um apocalyptic living in sort of like 1984 style dystopia where it becomes clear that the people who built the dystopia were directly ripping off 1984 and the prisoner and stuff that's and what like, i was i thought you were getting at it's not clear to the people um, in the world but it's clear to the reader that like fun. That yeah. could be neat. You could do um, a fun story that it's way. It's not what he's doing, yeah. but it could have no, been. No, 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 not at all. Um, but that's why, like, if uh, you're looking... oftentimes, uh, I'll, I'll, like, uh, like watching something, reading something, being like, does fiction not exist in this world? Mm-hmm. Um, but to, uh, yeah, to do something where, like, yeah, it does, and it's all the stuff that you've known, but not, yeah, like, Yeah, maybe you've got even, like, competing like... factions within the authoritarian government. One of them's 1984. One of them's going kind of, like, weird Brazil-style mm-hmm. and, like... Yeah, you got you the could brand do new if, world in there. Where you were writer, yeah. there's there's things right. you could do that could be fun here. Um, but but no, this is literally just he needed a pod. Yeah. Um, but can't be yeah. that. You got to make it a cube shaped pod. But yeah, so give us a sentence. D- um, dive in. Okay, yeah. so I'm yeah. gonna I'll, I will read the last paragraph that we read just to get us to get us back. Um, and that paragraph is one of his longer ones at five sentences, I think. Um. Then he saw them in the reflection of the large mirrored glass panes of the Ministry of Food Provision. The cube-shaped enforcement pods were rolling down the street after him, gaining rapidly. That does in sound the like lead wheels. pod, yeah, it sounds like they got wheels. In the lead pod, it's cooler if gets, they hover, but it would be. Um, so it's actually kind of silly if they roll on wheels. If they're just big cubes on yeah, wheels, cubes on wheels is very silly looking. <laughs> That's kind of dumb, um, but okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, we're being pedantic, but it's a bad story, but, and it's exactly. funny to us. So uh, re- required uh, mm-hmm. pedantry is required when reading these. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, in the lead pod, though, he could see the slack-jawed face of a slightly bored enforcer, capital E, who leaned forward and pushed a button. Suddenly, the pod jumped as though spurred with a cattle prod, bucked and leapt toward him. The distance okay. shrank. One block. His feet were giving way. Now half a block. Uh, so it's like a giddy up kind of thing, but it's a, a cube on wheels. But a cube that then spurted. Yeah. Okay. Fine. It's fine. Uh, the pod loudspeaker opened up. Opened up. The pod loudspeaker opened up with that mm. pulsating rhythm. He'd heard the rhythm once before. He'd only seen one enforcement action before. It had been a young girl ready for recruitment to the Ministry of Personal Needs. She had run. Just in front of his living space, they had turned on the Pulse, capital P. Mm -hmm. She'd fallen to her knees, sobbing hysterically. By the time they loaded her into the enforcement pod, she was in full spasm. He never knew what happened to her, but he hadn't thought of her again until now. The Pulse grew louder. The pod crept up on him an animal in pursuit of its prey. He looked for an escape to the right or left, but each block was solid. No alleyways to prevent clandestine meetings and secret liaisons, a policy he had always thought fair and good. But the unforgiving, unbroken walls continued to end of the, to the end of the street. Sorry, I'm just like lost in his prose. But the unforgiving, unbroken walls continued to the end of the street. Behind him, the pulse crescendoed. He could feel the hair on his arms stand on end. His knees began to buckle. Soon, he knew his legs would give out. His head fry from the pulse. Mm. Mm. I'm going to read this again. Yeah, please. Soon, comma. Let's digest this. Yeah. Soon, comma, he knew, comma, his legs would give out, comma, his head fry from the pulse. (laughs) His legs would give out. 
and his head would fry from the pulse. Took out too many words there. This is minor, but he described that woman being instantly, right? Didn't she kind of uh, she instantly was in full spasm? Spasm, and now he's been running from the pulse this whole time. Okay, yeah, she's fallen to her knees, sobbing hysterically. Um, she was in full spasm. Uh, I'm just he seems uh, to I'm be doing well. Unclear of, I mean, like he's been running from it for a minute. It, it's fine, but it's, it's fine. just very unclear. Um, how this works, uh, how it affects people, why it's affecting him differently than it affected her. I bet he doesn't know. It's or just yeah, because of the magic star he saw. Because he's a special Maybe. boy. Yeah. The thing is, though, so soon he knew his legs would give out, his head fry from the pulse. But it didn't. As the pulse grew closer, he felt a strange sensation flow through his limbs. A second burst of energy. He was not like that girl, he suddenly realized. Oh, he's a special <laughs> okay, boy. All right. Yeah. I was trying to give him a little bit of credit that like maybe he was just not explaining everything right away. No, he's but, special. Yeah, okay. He's a special boy. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Katie knows that he's special. Uh, he was not like that girl, he suddenly realized. Mm -hmm. A shocking realization. Or oh, he had always God. been like everyone. Use a different word. <laughs> Christ. What a So sentence. bad. <laughs> I was not like that girl, he realized. A shocking mm -hmm. realization. Oh. Uh, like, right, like, he's not like that girl he said he realized. Shocking, for he, like, like, all right. He was not like the slack-jawed enforcer. The interesting, uh, the disdain and disrespect he has for the cops in this world. And yet, uh, and yet. he would never describe any cop these days as slack-jawed. Well, because those just... cops are liberals. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I'll Liberal just want to point out that, I mean, I guess I've probably pointed this out many times throughout this process. Um, it's The voice is exactly the same in everything. He might yeah. tack mm -hmm. on some colloquialism to Ma. suggest this is a tough guy or I'm from the South, but, you know... I was running the hair fry, everything. It could it's be him describing him biting a mic yeah, inside a he's, tummy. He's just trying to like very bluntly get uh, ideas that aren't very really well thought out to you, as opposed to what what he's not trying to do is is like, there's no there's no voice. Like I, I don't think he's no. I don't think he's inspired by anyone. I think no. there's some like ideas, like clearly. The vague ideas, like a des someone described 1984 to Ben Shapiro, or he watched a movie and he was like, "Oh, I'll do that," but, but I don't think he's he. D I do not believe he's inspired by any actual work of art in the way that no. like he's 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 not doing the thing that like you do as a writer, where you like read someone else's writing and it influences the way you write because you 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 identify with it and find right. it powerful. Um, and maybe he's not like yeah, I, one of the stories that I've always found interesting is the uh, Hunter what's Thompson. What's fair by Ben Shapiro? Oh, what's no? <laughs> when Hunter Thompson read. was a young man, he was a huge fan of like F. Scott Fitzgerald and Hemingway, and he would like take their whole books and he would retype their whole books word for word to like learn how the how that like to really get like a feel for how they constructed sentences mm -hmm. um, and how like their their work flowed on a technical level. Um, and every writer does, you know, if not that exact thing, does some version of that, right? Like your early work is going to largely be influenced by whatever writers you love and you gradually develop a style. And Ben's style is 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 an absence of style because I, I don't <laughs> think he actually, I don't think he's actually read any fiction. 
Yeah. Like, not really. I think he's aware of fiction, but yeah. he does not, I'm not, I don't know what influence I would, I would say he has. Because, again, this isn't writing. Well, right. It's, um, it's, I don't even know what you would call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not writing. Uh, there's that, uh, it's from a while ago. There's that tweet. Someone was like, what are your top five favorite books? Or like, what are the five best books of all time? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he quote tweeted it with his answer. And it was literally the results you get if you search for best books of all time. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'm not yes. exaggerating. Uh, it was I know you're that. not. It's so oh, funny. That's so funny. Oh, that's so funny. Um, um, I believe uh, Great Gatsby, uh, 1984, Kill, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, and uh, like Catcher in the Rye, I think. Um, and it was literally just like the top five what from the search results. Fucking result. dork. And and I think that that like speaks to it. Like it's it's yeah. this sort of idea yes, that like it does. And if you did the same thing with music, you could do. Also, he does, he thinks that like what like uh, jazz uh, and the blues like ruined music, and then rock and roll made it even worse. And like it's this sort of like slow like degradation of of like the rules for music is this which is what oh boy the kind of music he likes ben shapiro um, on music theory is i'm, I'm the looking worst, at the top but... five books when you google them and it's really good that he didn't continue to six because that would have meant he would have had to say he liked catch 22 which is <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he, uh, absolutely the anti ben shapiro and then right I after that we've line. got lolita lolita yeah <laughs> Uh, that's very Let's funny. Let's do a little more before we take another ad break. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we, we've we, like we, we shall. We're getting up. close to a uh, a story break. Um, yeah, and uh, I just think it's it's to speaking to what you were talking about. I think it's very funny that it's it is just like a lack of the inspiration from art, a lack mm-hmm. of like really being spoken to, um, or yeah, a connection to something, and then having that blossom into something else. Right. That's uh. You fill the tank up, and then it creates more. But um, anyway, yeah, I'm sure Ben feels love for like his kids and stuff. I hope, sure. I sincerely, truly, without being an asshole, hope that yeah, that, no. that he is. But I don't know that he's ever experienced awe. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely which not. I, I think you can't actually write even competent fiction if you don't know what awe feels like. I think it's like a he necessary. Doesn't... Thing yeah. to experience. Yeah, it's like we talked about last week during the yeah. stargazing. Nothing thing impresses like, him. You're not. Yeah, you're not describing what it's like to look at the stars, man. You're just like saying that they did that. Yeah. Okay. Read a little oh. more. Okay. Okay. So uh, he's not like other boys. Um, uh, he was not like this lack that... jaw. No, that's just okay. me uh, paraphrasing. Um, uh, he's a special boy. Uh, The enforcer's eyes widened in shock as the pod approached. He was well within the range of the pulse now. Pulse is also capitalized. Yet nothing was happening. Nothing. Another enforcement... Why did his hair start to fry before then? Okay, anyway. Interesting question. Uh, Nothing. Another enforcement pod opened up with the pulse. Full bore. Nothing. A smile creased his worn face. He slowed to a jog, then a walk. Then, finally, he stopped dead and turned around, facing his pursuers. As he did, the pods backed away, as though called away by some higher power. He turned again and ran toward the mountain. Mountain is capitalized, <laughs> and then that's the end of the section. Oh, it's so bad. This is Great. the first we've heard of the mountain, but I can't wait to find out more about it. Maybe um, it's like 
the Game of Thrones mountain. Yeah, again, like if you're you're doing this thing where the society is so obsessed with everyone being equal and everything being exactly the same, a mountain is kind of like the ultimate visual symbol that like that that's not real, that like mm-hmm. that can't can't be reality. So if it's always visible, right? Again, if you were trying to write something interesting, maybe you would have earlier introduced that like he tried to look at it, but like his eyes automatically scanned. There's some sort of like deep mental programming hypnosis, like it he like it, his head hurts, or there's some robots always watching or something, and there's like this warning beeper whenever someone's eyes stray towards the mountain because you don't I want people to look at the mountain. You wouldn't because, want people to look. You wouldn't want people yeah. to look at the stars. Yeah, I can't again. wait till Robert you write your book of short stories because I think they'll be really good. Uh, they are just all erotic Power Rangers fiction. Yeah, um, exactly. But really good. Still also inspired Better by 1984. But the parts of 1984 <laughs> that fuck, you know? Like the sure, parts yeah. that right. the parts oh, that inspired that community episode. That those are the parts I'm yeah. I'm copying. Yeah. The, the <laughs> on that note, sex parts. <laughs> we're gonna take a break for ads mm. yes. and be right back. That's true. It sure will. Welcome to At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all. Even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney. Make everybody count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah! I can't. Yeah. 
Do you Cody? see in the sky? Yes. Yes, Robert. Katie, have you guys watched I Think You Should Leave? I've seen a lot uh, of one episode and then some choice sketches from it. So Cody, good. you gotta you gotta you gotta get through all that. You gotta, you gotta just sit down. It's like three hours for all of it. It's so it's the funniest thing in the world. I I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed the the one. Yeah. So. What it's, is what's the one you saw? Um, I, the first one, the banana um, one. Uh, yeah, the one with banana. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, sure that's uh, the one. No, you gotta see. You gotta see corncob TV, and yeah. I haven't mm-hmm. seen corncob. Although I've all the see, that's the other thing. Like I see like the memes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 very funny. I now communicate with several people almost entirely through references to. Beautiful. I think you should leave. I've never that's, had a show do, be like that. Uh, I'm so happy for you. It's very that's the, good. Um, that's the mark of uh, good art. It's uh, really Darmok and Jalotted pretty hard. Say, uh, um, the Simpsons, I think, is a good example of that. Um, of just like, yeah, communicate with all the quotes. Mm-hmm. Okay, boys, back to the book. Back to the book. Back to the book. Sorry, I just um, wanted to think about art for a second. I love that. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> we, all it. we all enjoyed it. Something like a, a unique voice that like yeah. really sticks with you. That, yeah. Um, God, all right. So he ran toward the fucking mountain, which is capitalized. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't know how he knew about the mountain. Oh, perfect. Okay, sure. God. Okay. <laughs> also, um, this is uh, uh, this is exactly the way you don't introduce something crucial like this. It's just like mm-hmm. basic writing. You would you would introduce it very early on, tease it, and then yep, because yep. that's what makes a story a story. <laughs> You'd have like walking down the street and hear even hear a bit snip, snippets of a conversation or something. Or... Yes. Literally any mention of this. But the point is... Maybe he, he just like irrationally hates the mountain. Maybe everyone mm-hmm. hates the mountain because mm-hmm. it's ri- it's risen above like the thing. Maybe mm-hmm. like one of the day- pointless day jobs because this is a point- post-scarcity society but they have to make everyone work is everybody takes turns going to the mountain and cutting pieces of it away to try to take mm-hmm. it down. Take it down, I don't know. yeah. Things you could do were you a storyteller. Alas... <laughs> Yeah. He didn't know how he knew about the mountain. The Ministry of Environment never talked about it. Okay. Nobody knew. Yeah. Nobody knew the words mountain or valley. Wait. Okay. Okay. Oh, this I see is what's so going bad. On. See, he's trying he's to a, again. Like I, what I was explaining is like how you would if you were trying to make like right wing uh, propaganda. How you would do it competently. He's just so bad at it. Yeah. It's like yeah. I. I'm so sorry, everybody listening to this, that we have to stop every two sentences. But it's impossible to not. Yeah, I, I. It's fascinatingly bad. The Ministry of Environment never talked about it. Nobody knew the words mountain or valley. He couldn't even see the <laughs> Jesus mountain. Christ. Capitalized. Thanks oh, to the bubble, it. also capitalized. Oh, now we introduce that. So we after this thing bubble, has been important yeah. for a while, we announce that you can't see the mountain. You can't see the mountain it's... because of the bubble, which is apparently a thing. Okay. Uh, so how can you see the fucking stars? Whatever. Maybe they're drawn on. It's or something. like somebody gave him this note of like all the like what you were just saying, Robert, and he just tacked it in. Like, yeah, he didn't. He's like, oh, here, I'll give some information without going and like rethinking. Like, how right? Can it's like, I... no, go back a few pages. Yeah, like, go don't back do it now. Rework the story, you know. And it's this thing when you add when you're doing world building in a science fiction book it's it's great if your world if you drop something that like makes people ask for their like for example in my novel i i have like a couple dropped references that there's a fucking king in albuquerque and it's a thing that people talk about in the subreddit a lot i get a lot of questions about it and like i think it's an effective thing in the story because it 
it, it makes the point that like, oh, things have really changed. There's like some stuff going on in this part of the world. That's fascinating. I wonder what's going on there. But it doesn't take you out of the story because it's not like a mechanical thing about how the world functions, right? It's just like, oh, there's this thing going on in Albuquerque that there's a king there. That's weird. Like that makes it feel deeper. It's mm-hmm. like um, in uh, in Star Wars, like there's a lot of, of, of good examples of like, uh, when they meet Han Solo and he's like um, talks about Kessel doing run. the Kessel Run yeah. or whatever, where it's like I don't need to know what the Kessel Run is. I it 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 has increased my enjoyment of the story because it's added depth. The opposite of that is introducing something that makes you wonder on a very basic level how reality functions here. Like halfway through this fucking story, dropping that they live under a bubble that you've never talked about before or explained. And so suddenly I'm asking all these questions, like, how did the stars work? How are you all stargazing? Did they take the bubble down? How did you know there was a mountain here if you can't see the mountain? That takes me out of it. It's the difference between world building that you don't always have to explain everything, but you, you need to know the things that you don't, like, you need to know when your world building is going to make the world feel deeper and when your world building is going to make it make less sense. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh it's it it makes it feel convoluted and and sloppy and like does your does this sentence you're adding raise questions yeah. that are distracting or does it just make it richer? Does it make yeah. the world richer? Um I don't need to know every detail unless it's confusing. Yeah. Um all I know about the Kessel run is that it's actually apparently it's impressive. It's an impressive thing he did. Yeah. He did a thing um uh in a like short amount of time than is possible or the distance i guess is the the parsec the question there but like yeah. it's just like oh it's it tells me about the character it doesn't tell me a very important thing about the world and how it functions um yeah it's one of those things like in 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 the scene when we meet all the bounty hunters in in what is it, the second star wars yeah. movie and no disintegrations it, yeah yeah no disintegrations right Perfect line gives you some gives this character who gets very few lines this like real feeling of depth to him gives like there's a relationship between him and Vader also builds something about the world that like yeah these are the kind of dudes that the Empire mm-hmm. would hire as opposed to Boba Fett saying you know I can stop anyone's heart from a thousand miles away with my mind and then never bringing it up again and then suddenly you're like well why isn't he doing that now like what what's going exactly. on with that that yeah. doesn't make any it's sense like, no, how can he do that does, like messy. is he and a it- Jedi like. Yeah, and it speaks to like okay, Vader, uh, very, very, very much wants to take this guy alive. Mm-hmm. That speaks to a lot of like what happens later. It's all this stuff in this one line that doesn't make you go, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a, as a rule, you want people to get excited and to ask and to have like things that they're curious about. You want you want ideally people are interested about things that you don't fully explain in your world building because. Mm-hmm. Because that means that the world has some depth, but you don't want people to go. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, there's like, a difference yeah. between uh, curiosity that and work? confusion. Yeah, if I'm confused. It's bad. If I'm curious about what that means, then maybe I'll find out as I turn mm. the pages. Um, I'm uh, curious yeah. what happens next. Oh, yeah. thank God, All there's right. more. So he couldn't even see the mountain. I didn't even finish the sentence before we started no, talking not. about this. <laughs> he couldn't even see the mountain thanks to the bubble. The protective climate change, artificial environment that made all land even and flat, fruitful and evenly graded. Too many evens in there, buddy. Okay. Nobody he knew had ever been outside the bubble. Okay. That's what the bubble does. That's what the bubble does. That's what the climate bubble change does. Bubble. When he reached the wall of the bubble, very easy to do, apparently. This is so bad. When he reached the wall, like this is so quick. When he reached the wall of the bubble, he stopped, puzzled. 
The plexiglass dome rose thousands of feet off the ground. It was dozens of feet thick, brightly polished, gleaming in the red sun. Perfectly smooth, unblemished, unbreakable. Terrible paragraph. He sat in the dust for hours, waiting. He didn't know what he was waiting for. He only knew that he had no other choice. It wasn't a protest against the ministries or against his brethren. He just knew that after seeing the wild star, he would never go back to the spigot. He would never go back to his living space. He would never go back to his blue-clad women or his card-playing acquaintances. Terrible paragraph. Yeah, he really waited bad. for the enforcers to come Because none of get this him. has been earned. None of it's this has just been like, set up, really. Yeah. And like, literally, it is just a, a magic star made him think yeah. this. Like, I'm just yeah. So... Man, and there's no setup of like there was tension before. He he felt empty. He wanted like he he's asking for more from one of these comfort. You know, no, he was happy. He said it so many fucking or... times. Yeah. Exactly. Like there's. It, it 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 means nothing that suddenly he's nothing. broken free. And it means nothing. Also, as yeah. Cody, you mentioned, but just in general, everything happens so fast. Yeah, it's, he's there's just, no he like. Above, oh, he was chased. So fast. He was chased by these things. The, uh, there's no real explanation or exploration of what's happened, why he's different, why he's not being, you know. And then they're gone, and so he ran a supposedly far distance that was not far at all, just to a wall right. and he sat down and then he's and there processing all this stuff. There's no actual drama here. <laughs> and like, it would be a great opportunity to like run through this space towards the edge of the bubble where we can get more information about the world. Um, like literally finding out that there is a bubble and then he's there. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, there's no tension. Um, uh, whatever. It's Whatever. just like really boring. <laughs> like that's all I can say about it. Uh, and other stuff soon. All right. So he waited for the enforcers to come get him. The red sun rose above him. He sweat through his gray jumpsuit and stripped down. He felt the heat on his shoulders concentrated through the dome like an ant under a magnifying glass. He had never seen an ant. He had only heard of a magnifying glass. Wait, how does he, he know what is garbage? Ant? Did he hear about an ant too? Did the word ant just come into his mind? Like, yeah, I would what's say happening here? it's bad because Ben is telling this story in the third person. So he's, it's not a first person thing. So he, the guy isn't saying, I feel like an ant under a magnifying glass. The narrator is saying, it's like an ant under a magnifying glass. But by the way, he doesn't know what an ant is. So it's just a poor choice of words that requires yeah, so the explanation. Is, is, is it the narrator saying it's like an ant under a yes. magnifying glass it's and all, then telling yes. us, but oh, he doesn't know what it is? Yes. Because the narrator hasn't interjected, and I'm going to guess does not interject at any mm. other points in this story. Okay, not, cool. Oh, it's seem so like bad. It. Um, yeah, it's just a poor choice <laughs> like to, to use that turn of phrase because they're like, oh, by the way, like he's never seen an ant before. He'd heard of magnifying glasses, though, which Great. is like, all right, I yeah, don't you care. You just introduce and start flipping around like that at this point that's great and like so okay, ants don't next? exist like you got rid of all the bugs with this bubble all right <sighs> and then the dome opened and he was free okay they're great he really tried hard for this mm -hmm. a, a, yeah, he earned real it. Sense that of accomplishment. that's actually and then the dome opened yeah uh, so he, uh, he never the magnifying glass stuff new paragraph and then the dome opened and he was free mm -hmm. new paragraph that's how stories yeah. work formatting issue. Mm -hmm. uh, the doorway appeared almost as if by magic. It slid open slightly. 
The darkness beckoned beyond it. He stepped through. New paragraph. Even worse formatting error. In the distance, silent and frightening, sat the mountain. Capitalized. Great. It was barren, a wasteland, spotted with sulfur and salt. Something inside him warned him. <laughs> something inside him warned him from Oof. the mountain. A deep spot in his consciousness covered in a gauzy film of time. He, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, little, boy. Lofty, calm down, man. All right. Uh, he walked yeah, toward the bit. mountain. <laughs> um, just like so out of place in this very like yep. boring like. That's and like, then the bubble did this. Language. And he walked like, but the gauzy, gauzy film, film of time. <laughs> So that's what you're going to describe? Yeah, okay. that's, when, that's the choice. Uh, it's so, so, so out of place. Anyway, he walked toward the mountain. It stood surprisingly close to the bubble. It was a miracle, he thought, that you could not see the mountain from inside. Semicolon. Outside the... I'm sorry. All right. It was a miracle, comma, he thought, comma, that you could not see the mountain from inside. Semicolon. Outside the bubble, comma, it was the only feature of the landscape. I guess that's what you'd have to do if you want to say that sentence. That's appropriate punctuation. Barren desert extended in every direction from the mountain. A light shone on the new paragraph. A light shone on the mountain, winking in the distance. New paragraph. The bubble shut behind him. New paragraph. He walked toward the mountain. Um. Wow. So Great. that section is now over. And it ends, so like the last one ended, he turned again and ran toward the mountain. And this one ends, he walked toward the mountain. It's and I'm so just bad. Like really fucking bored. I feel like this <laughs> is a good spot for us to wrap things up today. Yeah, that's I, fair. I think that's probably fair. We've got, and I'm so sorry, seven more pages of this shit. Uh, We're going to have to change how we read through this. <laughs> um, the last page is blank, so that's something. Okay. That's a win. That's a real win. <laughs> that's that's probably really going to be funny. the best written page of the book. Yeah, I'm going to say not a formatting error, a formatting triumph. <laughs> yeah, that's just been apologizing <laughs> to all of us. Yeah, fill in, fill in the blank. I'm sorry. Thanks, buddy. Um, so I guess, uh, Cliffhanger, what's the mountain? What's he going to find out at the mountain he's walking towards? Let us know in our reply Af After the bubble. Mm -hmm. I actually do want I, I love it when people <laughs> chime in with their thoughts on this. Oh, it's mm -hmm. great. Because the you guys are funny. Not... Yeah. Take a bubble All right. for me, babe. Take a bubble <laughs> for you, babe. God. Um, this was really fun. Is fun the right word? No, but it is. I know what you mean. It was a, it was a time though. One it's might been be say a time. The gauzy film of time. It's been a it you know what that is exactly what it has been. It mm -hmm. has been a gauzy film of time. Mm -hmm. yep. I couldn't have said it's it gonna better. be a haze that I won't remember that well. That's right. That's right. That is <laughs> very, very appropriate. Which is why um, I look forward to your responses in the comments. Tune in next time to find out next time. what the next uh here's a fun game. And maybe some uh, for any listeners, and I don't know if there is one, but if there is, what do you think the next capitalized word is going to be oh the like uh, the uh, the object or the person or the, like whatever that's like well i gotta capitalize this because it's sci-fi what do you think it's gonna be folks well it's see not bubble, now that it's, it's outside of Something it maybe else. things air, won't be air, sky i was <laughs> gonna say lake though lake mm -hmm. um rock Ooh. 
could be it could be it could be an object it could be a person it could be an event it could be Ooh, yeah <laughs> i see it all right he sees um, it what is it don't uh, i'm not it. telling you okay that's it for us this week we'll be back next week with maybe yeah. some news and book and we're having fun and keeping we'll... it real <laughs> keep it real y'all keep it real Creel. You can find us all at books.com. Hashtag smart. I tried. Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.